he was a little go-getter. I mean, I can still remember from pictures. He was a little go-getter, man. We were like big leagues. Mickey Mantle, man, I wore number seven. You probably don't even remember who he is. He was an all-star. But uh, we'd throw our bat, pass the marker out and get it, you know. I mean, he was a little, just like what a bat boy is supposed to do. But they're always on our heart, and we're so blessed to have them. So when he asked me to do this, you know, I've had some things on my heart, and, and we talk about it every now and then. And so... Um, um, so it just, you know, I'm an, it's, a, it's an honor for me to be here and, and to share these things. And, and uh, the main thing I hope is that it bears witness with you. That there's something that we can talk about tonight that, that you can agree with, that you can take and not just, you know, listen, but you, you can change. You know, it will change, you know, 2022 for you. It, it will be a positive change. And uh, it, we talked about a few times in the offering about uh, results, you know. It's all about results. And in Matthew 25, you know, he gave the, the uh, um, three different people. He said, you know, to one he gave 10, to one another five, and another two. And, and he expected them to bring results. He expected them to increase and to multiply. And the two that did, they celebrated and, and they increased and uh, became more successful. The one that didn't, he said, you're a wicked and lazy servant. You know, take what is his and give it to another one. So, you know, God expects his word to bring results. He expects his word to bring results. And, and so what I want to share tonight is, um, you know, I've been fortunate in uh, 30 years of uh, my career. You know, we probably put 30 business plans together. And I probably had the opportunity to hear some of the best or the best business leaders, corporate leaders uh, in the world, you know, that the world has to offer. And, uh, and so... Um, but, you know, I, I'll say this, hearing all those guys and ha I have all their books and all that kind of stuff, there's nothing like the Bible. There's just nothing like the Bible. There's no wisdom like the wisdom in the Bible. And there's no wisdom that you get from the Holy Ghost. There's just none. And I can tell you, you know, a lot of what people say and they do is from the Bible. But it's just, okay, we'll make this a little bit more worldly so people can swallow it, you know? We don't wanna to go to a big business meeting and, and start preaching, but you know, we can use these principles and, and uh, it becomes much more palatable for the world. Did you guys already pass the buckets? Oh, sorry, go ahead and pass the buckets. <laughs> they're sitting there waiting and I'm gonna be halfway done. So, <laughs> I said all that to say this, is that I'll probably kick this over 10 times. Um, you know, I hope you get something out of it and, and like I say, it's, it's, uh, um, you know, it's, that's what I hope. I just, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. And Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us. And, and uh, I hope you get something out of it that will change, change 2022 for you, for the better. That, you know, and uh, so we're going to start out with, you know, 2022 is almost upon us. So what's it going to be like? Um, you know, we can't control uh, what the government does and, and what the, you know, pandemic does and, and, you know, any lockdown that might happen. Um, we can't do that, but, you know, we can achieve the desires of our heart. We can achieve, you can achieve the desires of your heart. And, um, you know, and there's a different, as I said a little bit this morning, there's a, the world's mentality is different than God's mentality. It's, it's a different mentality. It's a whole different mindset. And, um, you know, if, if, you can, if you can get into that, and align yourself with that, you'll be successful. You will be successful in anything that you do. And then we're going to talk about suddenly, suddenly. And the first time that pastors started talking about uh, um, PPE, um, patience, perseverance, and endurance, the, the first day he talked a little bit about suddenly. And so we're going to talk about suddenly. And then um, hopefully we'll have time here. Um, and we're going to agree together. And we're going to we're gonna, if you want, if you want prayer uh, concerning your future, guidance, direction, um, then, then we're gonna pray. We're gonna have a chance to pray. And because, you know what? I want this to bring results. I, don't, I want this to bring results. I, I want this, it's on my heart. 2022 is your best year. 2020 years, you achieve every single thing that God has called you to do. Everything that you and God are partnering with, you're gonna, we're gonna achieve it. And anything less than that is failure. You know, that's how Jesus looked at it. Anything less than that would be a failure. Amen? 
You agree with that? That 2022 is going to be the best year. And uh, so we're going to agree together. Jesus said this, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. That's a powerful statement. Jesus is saying, man, if you agree, my Father's going to do it for you. My Father, my Father's going to do it for you. So 2022, Abraham Lincoln said this, the best way to predict the future is to create it. He created a vision for America in his mind before it happened. He created a vision. His vision was a, was a unified North and South. Uh, he was at the Civil War. He was the president at the time of the Civil War. And people think, thought he was absolutely crazy. They wanted to lock him up. People thought he should be in an insane asylum because there's no way that people could see it, a unified North and South. They were so divided, you know, South slavery, North industrial, all that stuff. Um, you, you can read about it. You can read the Gettysburg Address, all that stuff. But... He, he had a vision of a unified America, and people thought he was absolutely crazy. But he created that vision, and he stuck to it, and he, you know, he, it became a part of him. And like I say, through, people thought he was absolutely crazy. He should be locked up. Um, and, and, uh, but it came to pass. It came to pass. And so the best way to create your future is, uh, the best way to predict your future is to create it. God is a creator. God calls those things that don't exist as though they did. He calls those things that don't exist as though they did. And, and uh, we're made in his likeness and his image. And the Bible says, as he is in this world, so are we. So if he is a creator, we're a creator. You know, if he calls those things that don't exist as though they did, then we can call those things that don't exist as though they did. And so what will 2020 be like, 2022 be like for you? And... Uh, um, Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is, to do, is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to pa- the power that works in us. To him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. If he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think, we better ask and think a lot, 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 lot more than what we're doing right now because whatever you can ask or think, he can do exceedingly abundantly above it. Right? That's what that scripture says. Whatever, whatever you're thinking, he can do more. Whatever you're asking for, he can do more. So we got to think bigger, and we got to ask for more. we got to think bigger and ask for more. And uh, um, in, uh, in Isaiah 46, 9 and 10, it says, Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Verse 11, calling a bird of prey from the east, the man who executes my counsel from a far country, indeed, I have spoken it, I will bring it to pass, I have purposed it, I will also do it. If God wants something to happen, it's gonna happen. He just said that. He said, if I purpose it, I'm gonna do it. I am gonna do it. You can take it to the bank because I'm going to do it. If I purpose it, I'm going to do it. And, but to clear the end from the beginning and things not yet done, we need a plan. You need a plan, right? And, uh, you know, you wouldn't build a house without a set of plans. You just wouldn't. You wouldn't build a cell. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't go to the bank to get a loan on a bit, uh, for a business if you didn't have a business plan. You wouldn't start a business without a business plan. That's just common sense. So why do so many people try to build a better future without a plan? You know, why do they just keep going? Remember that song, Doris Day, Que Sera, Sera? They just go into the next year, Que Sera, Sera, whatever will be, will be. And that's not God. That's not how God wants us, you know, to bring good success, good success. And uh, so where do you want to be? You know, that old adage, fail to plan, plan to fail. Um, you know, that's what it is. And it's so simple. It's just so simple. It just takes a little bit of diligence and a little bit of time, and it'll change your world. I mean, I, I can tell you, I just from experience, and a lot of things that I talk about today, they're just what worked for me. Maybe it won't work for you, but it worked for me. And so hopefully you can take some of these things, and, and you won't you know, have to stumble through and, and decide if this is the right thing or if that's the right thing, and uh, it'll, it'll fall in place and it'll work for you. So um, what does 2020 look like in your mind? What is it? What is the end? He says he knows the begin, end from the beginning, the end from the beginning. So if we're standing here this time exactly one year from now, 
what's 2022 going to be like? What's it going to be? Are you going to, you know, um, maybe it's a debt, you want to be debt free. Then maybe you want a new home. Maybe you want to start your own business. You want to expand in an area. Um, what's it going to be like? You know, have you even given that any thought? If I'm standing here a year from now, you know, um, you know, if you don't, if you stay the same, you actually lose, right? Because with everything else, the, the speed the world is working or uh, going at, um, you know, you got to at least keep up with inflation, right? If everything else is equal, you got to at least grow a little bit. But you know, what would the end be like for you? And and you know, we should all have those goals and dreams of what would 2020 be like if I could just have it, if if it could, if I could shape it, if I could just say it, if I could be here one exactly one year from now, man, and I could. Money wasn't the issue. Money is not an issue. Um, where would I be? And God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you think, hope, or ask. <laughs> so think bigger. Make it bigger. Make it bigger. And if you can do it on your own, it's too small. Because if it's got to be big enough that, that God's got to be in it, or it's too small. And so uh, he said, it. I can do it. Think, hope, or ask. And so simple thing, just do this. Write it down. Just write it down. And, and if there's five things, write them down. And, you know, people say, oh, you know, that's kind of corny. I don't want to write them down. That's embarrassing. What if it doesn't work? Um, who cares? Who cares? You know, nobody's going to see it. Nobody has to see it. Write it down. And, uh, um, and then spend time with the Holy Ghost. And, you know, that's so easy to do, but it's, it's the most important thing to do to just take a few minutes in the morning, especially on a Monday morning, is just spend time, get up, 15, 20 minutes early, everybody can do that. Get up and just spend time with the Holy Ghost. Just start thanking him. Just start praising him. Um, just magnify the Lord. Just magnify the Lord and see what happens. See what happens when you start doing that. And then just the last couple minutes, just say, Lord, you know, you, you say you have a plan for me. You have a future and a hope for me. What is it? Let, let's get together on this. Let's align uh, my thoughts and your thoughts in my ways with your ways because your thoughts and ways are higher than my ways. Let's just spend a little time together and make it personal with the Holy Ghost. Just, you know, and, and I say, you know, I, I know this from experience. 90% of the people won't do that. You know, they don't, they don't have the commitment. They don't have the diligence. And then the next year, uh, it didn't work. It didn't work. But it does work. It does work. The Bible guarantees us that it'll work if you, put the, if you commit it to it, if you're diligent to do it. And uh, it will work. And uh, um, so just spend time with the Holy Ghost. And if you don't think it'll work, then listen to Proverbs 8, uh, Proverbs chapter 8. I, I encourage you to read the whole thing because it's awesome. But um, when God created the universe in Proverbs 8, 27 through 30, it says, when he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he assigned the sea to its limit so that the waters would not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master craftsman. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him. It says he was a master craftsman. The Holy Spirit wisdom was a master craftsman when God created the universe. You don't think he can help you make your plans come to pass? You don't think you, he can be the master craftsman for yours? If you don't think so, you're thinking way too small. You are thinking way too small. You're not giving him enough credit or you're giving yourself too much credit because God will stand beside you. It's the spirit of wisdom, his Holy Ghost. He'll stand beside you the whole way. He'll bring it all to pass. He will absolutely bring it to pass. Jesus called it a sure thing. And, uh, and then it says you are on his mind. The whole time that he was creating the universe, he was a master craftsman of the universe, you were on his mind. It said you were daily his delight. He was thinking about you. Man, how can he, I mean, if you could just get a hold of that, that's how much the goodness of God, we just sang it, the goodness of God. That is the goodness of God, that the whole time he's building the universe as a master craftsman, as an architect, as the designer, the builder, the whole deal, he's thinking about you. He's, how is Alan how is Paige, how's Bucky, how's Sean, Dan, Karen, all you guys, how are they going to fit into this plan? That's what he's thinking about. How are you going to fit into it? And it delighted him. It says it delighted him. You were daily his delight. It was his delight to do that. And uh, um, you were on his mind. 
And um, so if he was the master craftsman, he can bring your plans, to, he can help you bring your plans to pass. So um, Psalm 37, verse three and uh, 37, verse three and four, it says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he will give you the desire of your, uh, of your heart. Delight yourself in the Lord. When you do, like I said, when you spend time with the Holy Ghost, you delight yourself in the Lord. You and him are communi- you're, you're communicating together. You're partnering together on a plan. And, uh, and, and all of a sudden, your plans, he'll start show you, hey, your plans and how your plans fit with his plans, because I'll guarantee you, you're here tonight, you know, nobody's so far off base that they've totally missed it. You know, you, he may help you tweak some things, but you're gonna be on the same page at the end of the day. And, uh, and, and you're gonna line yourself together, and you're gonna trust in him, and, and then he'll give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 20, verse four, it says, may he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. That's the Bible. That's the word. That's something that you can just think about and meditate on every day. And uh, um, it's really quiet in here. So um, so there was these two cowboys in there at this roping. <laughs> and um, there's the, at this jackpot roping. And they're waiting for their steer to come up. And, and the one says to the other, he goes, man, I wonder if there's team roping in heaven. I sure hope there's roping in heaven. So they, they keep talking, and he goes, I'll tell you what. Whoever goes first will come back and tell. We'll find out if there's team roping in heaven. Whoever goes first, and, and we'll come back, and we'll tell the other one. And so, uh, so one of them dies. He goes to heaven, and he comes back a little while later, and he goes, uh, he goes hey, good news. There's team roping in heaven. There is team roping in heaven. He said, but the bad news is you and I are roping together next week. So... <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that was just a little intermission, so I kind of lightened things up a little bit. So next, so what do we do? Where do we start? And uh, where do you start? So start, you got to start, right? You got to, to get to the end, you got to have a beginning. And so you got to start. So the first thing is set goals. Just set goals. And uh, they don't have to be big, long, lengthy, um, you know, submit a plan to a bank or a corporation type goals, just your own little goals. Proverbs 21.5 says, the plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty, surely to poverty. The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty. And, uh, and so um, just simple goals. Obje- so here's the objections. Everybody has some reason why they can't just spend a few minutes and set a couple goals. It takes too much time. I just don't have time to do it. I'm just too busy. Not sure what the goal should be. And start with this. I can just tell you, start with this. Start with a daily goal. What's on your heart? And with me, my daily goal, I have to love Jan. Lord, help me to love Jan today like you love the church. And uh, sometimes that's really easy. Some days it's not so easy. And, uh, but you know what? I have it in mind. I have the end in mind. Today I'm going to love Jan like Christ uh, loved the church and gave himself for it. Today I'm going to be patient. Today I'm going to be patient. You know, just a goal to be patient with somebody that you, you don't get along with at work. I'm going to be kind to this person that just really gets under my skin. And, uh, and, and I'm just going to try to love this person and, and do what I can um, for this person. And um, you'd be surprised if you just start with that. One thing builds upon another, upon another, upon another. And, uh, and pretty soon, um, you know, gets smaller. I mean, it starts small, but gets bigger, bigger, and bigger. And pretty soon, you get excited about it. Man, these, it works. It does work. It, when I think about this, it works. And, uh, and, and I commit to this, it works. And then just weekly, what's this week going to look like? You know, what do I want to achieve this week? And, and you know, uh, maybe it's to be more productive. Maybe it's to be um, whatever it is. Whatever is on your heart, that's what I want to do this week and this month. And keep your eyes on the prize. Um, the desires of your heart. Spend time with the Holy Ghost. Going over the desires of your heart and making sure that your desires and, and the Holy Ghost desires align and, and your plans align with his. And then three things are going to happen out of this. Three things. The first thing, doors will open. We talked about this in the offering. 
uh, a while back. And, and, and this will happen. And if you stick to it, you, co- you commit to it, doors will open. All of a sudden, there'll be an opportunity. There'll be an opportunity that you didn't expect. The opportunity will happen. And the doors will open. And so when they do, don't hesitate. Go through it. Go through the door. Take advantage of the door. Revelation says that he'll open doors no man can shut. And, and uh, so take advantage of it. Doors will open. Look, be expecting, and look for those opportunities. And, you know, I tell uh, our salesmen, our sales reps, that, you know, where can I go find more work? Where can I go find this? Where can I go find that? And not necessarily in today's situation, but because um, everybody should be really busy right now, but... Um, in, in different times, you know, where can I find it? It's like opportunity is where you find it. Opportunity is what you make of it. You know, you got to go out and find it and just listen to the Holy Ghost. Opportunity is where you find it. And uh, so look for those. Expect for opportunities. And then this, the, the next two things may seem like it's a setback, but um, they can appear to be a setback. So this is, is, is so important that you memorize this. You just gotta memorize this. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Memorize that. We know that all things work together for good to those who love God and according to his purpose. Because when you face these setbacks of the next two things, and you will face them, they will, because the thief comes still kill and destroy. When you face these, and, 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 uh, and you will, then you know. I know, I know that I know that I know that I know all things work together for good to those who love God and I love God and I'm called according to his purpose so nothing can stop me from, being, from the victory. Nothing can stop me from being victorious. So you gotta, you gotta memorize that. So the second thing that happens is the door closes. And you know, you can have, um, you can be believing God. You can just know that you know that you know that this is gonna come to pass, that this opportunity is mine, it's meant to be. I prayed about it, I know it, I feel good in my heart, I just know, and bam, the door gets slammed in your face. It just gets slammed in your face, and you're just going, oh my gosh, what just happened? And, you know, again, I, I you know, these are things that I can relate to, but years ago, um, there was a, a huge job, and, and, you know, by today's standards, it wasn't that big, but it'd probably be, you know, in today's dollars, it'd be two or three times what it was back then. But huge hotel it would have been the biggest job that we ever had. And I started working with the design team, architects, all that kind of stuff at the very, very beginning, way in the early stages. And, and there was a lot of, they had a lot of issues. And we solved all those issues. And we went above and beyond. And, and uh, what we, you know, we, we had it. I mean, we just went through the whole thing, and, and it was ours to lose. And I mean, not even ours to lose. It was just flat out ours. And uh, um, and they'd given us a letter of intent, so we, you know, we invested money in the shop drawings. And shop drawings are, you know, individual windows with all the installation details, and they were really complicated because um, some of the elevations um, could, um, you know, the water management was was state of art at the time with the building that they wanted to do, the building wrap and all that. So, you know, we figured it all out. Spent time with, you know, I mean, we even, you know, got some Pella people out here, some engineers from Pella Corp, and, and we went through the whole thing, built the shot drawings. I mean, we were ready to go. And, uh, you know, did the letter of intent. We went through several revisions of the shot drawings. And uh, I go in there one day, and uh, I see these weather shield, and they're like weather shield quotation stapled to my shop drawings. And I'm, uh, I shouldn't say whether, so it could be any company. I don't want to put them down, bottom feeders. No, not really. Uh, <laughs> um, not really. Um, but um, so uh, I couldn't believe it. He goes, well, we decided to go with somebody else. They were, they were a lot cheaper than you. And it's like, cheaper doesn't have anything to do with it right now, man. We have a letter of agreement. We, we've spent money. We've done all this stuff. And he goes, that's too bad, so sad. That's just this way this industry works. And, uh, and, and too bad. And, and uh, man, I mean, it just, oh, man, Utah, I was bummed. Because that, you know, even back then, that was like, you know, 30, 40, 50 grand in commissions. And so, uh, and we'd worked on it for over a year. So it was... I mean, you know, I was bummed. And, uh, but you know what? In, in, in my heart, when I really took the time just to get rid of all the noise that was gone and getting 
not so mad. And uh, where I'm cussing under my breath. <laughs> and uh, how could this happen? Lord, you know. And, uh, but when I, when I got rid of all that noise, you know, I just trust God. Trust God. Trust in the Holy Ghost. Trust in the Holy Ghost. And, uh, and but it was still, and so I'd drive by it, like, not every day or anything. I wasn't stalking the place. But, um, <laughs> um, but I, would drive, I would drive by it, and I would know what was going on. And, and, you know, as they got further and further along, um, you know, the windows got delivered. And I'm just thinking, man, because I wanted to see, are they doing what we did? Did, we, did they have the special details in there that we did? You know, and, and uh, but right after, probably two weeks after the windows got delivered, the job went bankrupt. It went bankrupt. And so it went bankrupt for three or four years. So that window company, and I talked to a couple of people before, they delivered their windows, and because you can't bill for windows that aren't delivered, right? So, and especially in commercial, they, they delivered the windows, and the project went bankrupt, and they didn't get paid for three or four years, and they sat on the job for three or four years. You know what happens with windows that sit on the job? Things disappear, things get damaged, things get moved around, things get water damaged, and it was just a mess. And by, I can remember thinking, man, if that would have been me, Lord, if that would have been me, I'd be thinking about, man, what do you do? You know, I mean, you're just, you know, I feel bad for you. <laughs> but now I'm glad it's you and not me. You know, you were saying I'm glad it's you and not me before, but, you know, what do you do? I mean, I just thank God. You thank God that you think he's closing a door, but he's closing a door for a better opportunity. And within two years, the, we, we had... Uh, we, we got involved in two other jobs and they actually came to pass on the very same day. We ordered them, everything together on the same day, which never happens with huge commercial jobs because they were both really big commercial jobs. As a matter of fact, both of them were bigger than the first one and one was twice as big as the first one and one of them, as you can see, is Valley View Hospital. I mean, that's a huge job with all our windows in it. They all came, um, one phase of that, there was two other phases that came later, but the first phase of that, which was more than the, than the hotel that we were working on, and another job in Aspen came to pass the very same day, double. God, in, in, in a couple years, God provided double. God is a God of a double portion. He provided a double portion, and you know what? It, it's just because that's the goodness of God. He gave us a double portion of um, and I didn't wish that other company was, you know, the, the contractor would go bankrupt or that project wouldn't, would go bankrupt. But that was God protecting. That was God's favor on, on, on us and our company and, and on me. And, and uh, um, because that was a big deal. I mean, that was a huge deal. And, but God brought double. God, the whole moral of the story is God gave us a double portion. When we didn't get discouraged, when we didn't get, you know, when we didn't let it consume us, and we just took it at, you know, I'm going to trust you, Lord. I know all things work together for good to those who, who are called by God according to his purpose, who are called according to a purpose. I know. And so, you know, a setback and a closed door turned out to be a double portion. Praise God, a double portion. The third thing that can happen, the first thing, doors will be open, and the, the second thing, door closes, and you just got to remember God is faithful and, and repeat Romans 8.28 every day. And the third thing is you just miss it. You just, you miss it. For whatever reason, you miss it. And sometimes you want things to happen so bad that you, you go your own way. You get out ahead of God. You don't take the time to listen to the Holy Ghost. You just miss it. And we've all missed it. And uh, um, we all make mistakes. And I kind of have another um, analogy of that, that uh, I went to, uh, um, I went to Arizona one time and I, and I, I bought this, uh, I was going down there uh, to buy this rope horse. And uh, so I go down there and the whole time, I'm just believing God, Lord, I'm going all the way to Arizona and I, I, you know, I want you to lead me and guide me. I don't want to do something stupid. And just because I like the horse or I like this or like that, um, you know, I don't want to come all the way back to Colorado and find out that he's not the horse and try to take him back and all that kind of stuff. I, I just need you to lead me and guide me. And, and he did. You know, I went down there. 
Um, found this horse. His name is Big Easy. He's a big paint horse, really, really fast. But he just likes to uh, he likes to try it. You know, he does goofy things like he he not real quiet in the box. He he wasn't real quiet in the box, and and he, you know he just he was sometimes could be a real pain in the butt, and uh, and and so it just um, it just bugged me, you know, and and so uh, um, I you know I just told Jan. Uh, I mean, I'm going to sell him. I'm going to sell him. I'm just, you know, I bought a horse that I could rope on him consistently, and I, I had another horse, and, and I'm using him more, and he's more of a pain in the, um, pain in the butt. And, uh, and so I want to go, when I go to rope, I want to rope. I don't want to try to train this crazy horse. And, and, uh, and um, Jan's like, don't do it. Don't do it. You went all the way down to Arizona. You told me the Holy Ghost was telling you. You were praying about it. So what, God changed his mind? God missed it? What? I think you missed it. And uh, don't do it. And so I sell him. And I sell him to this guy. And, and uh, the first thing he asked is, does he ever buck? I said, nope, he's never bucked. He's never bucked with me. And uh, so he tries him and everything, and he's, he works really good for him, so he buys him. And then I find this horse, this other horse in Cheyenne. And so uh, um, I'm going to... Um, so I go up to Cheyenne. Jan's going, don't do it. Don't do it. I go up to Cheyenne. It's really, really, really windy day. It's like blowing like 40 miles an hour. I had to get the heaviest rope I had uh, just to rope. He, he did fine. You know, he did really good. And I figured, oh, this is the worst he'll ever be. And so I asked him, does he buck? I said, I'm too old. Too old. This is just a, a year or so ago. And uh, he's too old. I'm too old to get bucked off. And, uh, does he buck? No, he doesn't buck. Never buck. You know, we ride him without a, without um, you know a saddle. We ride him with this. Ride him with never, never buck. So I rope on him that day. Bring him home. Very next morning, I have this uh, dummy steer that you pull behind a four wheeler, and uh, so I hook him up to that, and I saddle the horse up, and and I you know I just gonna go out there, and I think Jan's gonna come and, and drive the four wheeler, and just run it around the pasture. I was just gonna practice on him, and uh, I get out there, and and uh, I, I'm able to stay on for two jumps. And this horse just started bucking, and I stayed on for two two jumps, and then he threw his shoulder in the ground, and bam, I hit the ground, and and uh, oh, sorry, this hurts so bad, and I get up and I get all the ear that's dirt that's packed into my ear, and I go over there and I catch him again, and I try to get on him again, and he does the same thing, and I thought, oh man, and this kid that I bought him from that said he'd never bucked said that as soon as he got my money, he was going to go buy this heel horse because he wanted to stop heading. That's why he sold him, is he wanted to quit heading and go to healing. And so, uh, um, and so I'm just thinking, oh, my God, did I just miss this? Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, uh, but I hurt so bad. And uh, my shoulder was just bruised from here to here. My face had a bruise on it. And, uh, and I, uh, so I called the guy up, and I said, that horse that you said never bucked, he's bucked me off, and he bucked me off really good. And... Uh, and I, have, you, have you bought that other horse? You still have my money, and it's clear up in Cheyenne. And he said, uh, he goes, yeah, I was just, I hadn't had a chance to do it. And, you know, and, and I said, well, you got to take this horse back. And he didn't have to. Um, and most people, but, you know, somebody that's not on the up and up would. But I figured if a horse bucked that way, that he's bucked before. This isn't the first time he's bucked. So, you know, you never know. And so I just, you know, the whole time, you know, this just happened the day before. And so, you know, he's going, yeah, you know, we'll take it back. And, uh, and so Jan's going, I told you, I told you, <laughs> you shouldn't have done it. And so long story short, so then I take the horse back and we're at a rope and two weeks later and I see the guy that bought Easy, my other horse. And I said, uh, how come he didn't bring Easy? Because he, he didn't have him there had another horse. And uh, I said, how come you didn't bring ease? And he goes, yeah, you know what? I, I don't know. I haven't really ridden him at all. Um, I, I, I really like this other horse that this other guy has, and I really want to buy him. And I said, well, how about I buy easy back? And uh, so this whole thing worked out. Even though I missed it, God was faithful. I bought easy back. I still have him. And the funny thing about it, easy must not have liked where he's living. Uh, because I got back, and he didn't have any of those habits. He didn't have, he was quiet in the box now. Um, he's still, he, he's still, you know, chargy, and he still likes to run, but he didn't have any of the stuff, that, he didn't do any of the things that the reason why I sold him. He didn't do any of that. And it's just, God told me from the beginning, you know, this is the one for you, and I got ahead, and I missed it, but God worked it out. 
you know, God is faithful, I repented. I mean, that's the one thing I did do. Lord, I'm sorry, man. I will listen to you. Jan made sure that next time you listen to me too. <laughs> and we're in this together. You know, you can't, you can't get bucked off and get hurt, you know. And so, uh, so we just got to know that when we miss it, when we miss it, it's okay. Just repent. Just ask forgiveness. Go on. And, and uh, God is faithful. And God is faithful because we all miss it. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is, you know, God's mentality versus the world's mentality. What time is it? Um, Got to hurry. Um, God's mentality versus the world's mentality. And, and a lot of times, you know, we just need to change our revelation before we change our situation. We need to change our revelation before we situ- change our situation. And, and, you know, as I spoke a little bit about this morning, the world has a deficit mentality. If you, if you, if you know the world's mentality, there's never enough. You never have enough. Um, there's energy shortage. There's money shortages. When there's a money shortage, we just print more. That's the, that's the answer to a money shortage is we print more. Um, you can't afford it. Buy now, pay later. Um, but that's not God's best. God, that's not God. God has a surplus mentality. He is a God of more than enough. In Matthew chapter 15, um, 32 and 33, it said, now Jesus, this is, you, you know the story is uh, when he fed 5,000 people. Now Jesus called the disciples to himself and he said, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. And I do not want to send them away hungry lest they faint on the way. Then his disciples said to him, where could we get enough bread in the wilderness to fill such a great multitude? Even they had the mentality. They'd been with Jesus and, and they knew Jesus provided every single need. When, when Jesus uh, uh, spoke of the rich one ruler and, and he said, you know, how hard it is for those to have riches to enter the kingdom of God, they were like, well, then who then could be saved? They were with Jesus. They lacked nothing. And even they had a, had a deficit mentality. Um, all this money, um, where could we get enough bread in the wilderness to, to fill such a great multitude? In John 6, verse 5, it says, then Jesus lifted, this is an, another account of feeding thousands, Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test him. He wanted to test him. You know, where is your mind at? Where is your, do you, do you have the world's mentality? Do you have a deficit mentality? Or do you have a surplus, a more than enough mentality? And, and Philip answered in verse 7, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that everyone um, may have a little. But here's the deal. In both cases, in both cases, Jesus knew what he would do. Jesus, the disciples were focused on what they didn't have. They were focused on what they didn't have. And what they didn't have was enough. They didn't have enough to feed 5,000. And in the natural, you can't blame them. You know, if you've got 5,000 people there and you only, if this group right here were all hungry and I just had a, you know, a couple pieces of bread and a couple little fish, that wouldn't be enough. And that's how they looked at it. In the natural, there's not enough. It, there wasn't enough. And they focused on what they didn't have enough. They didn't have enough. Jesus focused on what they did have. And you know what? The thing is, you can't multiply zero. Anything you multiply by zero, Jesus can't multiply zero. It's still zero. No matter what you have, if you, if you focus on what you have and not you don't have, it can be multiplied. It can be increased. If you focus on what you don't have, that can't be multiplied. It's zero. It'll always be zero. And so Jesus can't work with zero. Nobody can work with zero. And uh, so focus on what you do. In 1 Kings 17 and, uh, and 2 Kings 4, two examples um, of, of people that were so destitute and had nothing that they were both going to um, take their last meal and die. And two examples that God took what they had, they multiplied it, and... When they put God first, they didn't lack. They put God first, they didn't lack. God's ways are not our ways, and his economy is not the world's economy. God's economy is not the world's economy. He'll make a way when there is no way. He will make a way when there is no way. And again, this is really simple, but start where you're at. And, you know, we try to do this, and, um, and, it, and it's just starting small. It's starting where you're at. You know, if I buy a pair of shoes, I try to donate a pair of shoes. If I buy some new clothes, I try to donate some clothes. If we buy, you know, a new coat, donate a coat. Just start where you're at. 
and God will multiply. God will multiply the seed that you've sown. And it's just, it says, God said, you know, when you lend to the poor, you're lending to me and I'll repay. And there's people that need what you have, just like Scott talked about this morning. People need what you have. People need what you have. And you'll, you'll be surprised uh, what God can do. And then the last thing I want to talk about is suddenly. And Pastor talked about this briefly in the series on, on patience, perseverance, and endurance. And hopefully this all fits together. <laughs> and, uh, um, but suddenly is a culmination of patience, perseverance, and endurance. You know, we live in a society, as Pastor said, a culture of we want it now, fast food culture. We want it now. We want everything to happen now. We shouldn't have to wait, God. Come on, bring it now, God. Bring it now. We want it now. And suddenly is a culmination of, of patience, perseverance, and endurance. And without that, suddenly will never come. And Mary waited years. Mary waited years when, I mean, think of it, you know, she's a virgin, gets pregnant. I mean, in the natural, that's a pretty crazy thing, but... Um, she waited years and must have been thinking, Lord, when is this going to happen? When is this going to happen? It's been 32 years, and, and I'm the mother, of, I'm the, mother of, of the Savior of the world. I'm the, you know, the mother of the Son of God. When is this going to happen? And in John 2.3, um, it says, And when they had ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to them, They have no more wine. Jesus said to her, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. And his mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. So this is 32 years, right? Suddenly, Jesus' time came. Suddenly, his time came. He turned the water into, into good wine, it says, that normally takes 30 to 40 years. Suddenly, the water was turned into wine that takes 30 or 40 years suddenly, but it was a culmination of Jesus following what God had him to do, Mary being patient, not getting out of, uh, of God's alignment and his will. Um, suddenly, his time came. Abraham, after waiting 80 or 100 years, um, God told him to sacrifice Isaac. Go up on the mountains, takes three days, bring all the wood, do all that. He went up through that whole thing, sacrifice Isaac on the mountain. God was testing his heart. Suddenly, after he was, you know, they set the fire, they were ready to do it. He tied Isaac up. He's ready to put, it, put him on there and light the fire. Suddenly, there was a ram in the thicket. Suddenly, God used, it was suddenly, but it was because Abraham was faithful. He was patient, he persevered, and he endured. Suddenly, there was a ram in the thicket, and it was sacrificed. Um, so don't quit. Don't get in the habit of quitting, giving up, are moving on to something else. This goes to everything that we're talking about now, the, 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 all the stuff we started from the beginning about what next year is gonna look like. Don't quit just because it doesn't seem like in January that your plans are working out f for the end of the year. It's not, it's not over. It's not over until it's over. And so don't quit. Don't get in the habit of quitting. Don't get in the habit of giving up. Or most important, don't get in the habit of moving on to something else because that's the easy thing to do. We move on to something else. Something else comes up, oh, that's it. That's it. And it's not it. If you spend all the time with the Holy Ghost, that's not it. You know, don't give up because if you do, suddenly will never come. Suddenly will never come. And, and I believe, I believe, I, I, I say this a lot in the offering because I, I believe it. I'm not blowing smoke. I, I believe it. This will be your best year. This will be your just declaring. This will be your best year. And maybe it's um, December 5th. I believe this will be your best year until January 1st comes along. This will be your best year. And, and suddenly is going to be your best year. Suddenly will come to pass if we wait on the Lord, if we continue waiting on the Lord, as Pastor talked about. If we continue, don't quit, don't give up. So praise God. We have a few more minutes left, and here's what I want to do. Um, and and uh, I just want to pray. And I, this has been on my heart for a while, um, but during the offering is usually not a good time. Hey, let's just stop and come up and pray. And uh, that's not my time. And, and so, uh, um, so we want to agree. And, you know, maybe you think, you know, I've been at this a long time too, and I just don't see 
you know, the direction that, that God is calling me to. You know, what is my purpose? I don't know what my purpose is. So if that's you, if, if you want to know, we, we want to pray for wisdom and guidance and clarity and understanding that God will provide wisdom. And so we want to pray over that. And um, we want to agree with you um, that this is a time of increase. This is, God's economy is different than the world's economy, and we want to pray for increase. We want to increase, more and more increases, as Psalm 115 says, increase in your business and increase in your influence. Increase your influence, just like Scott talked about this morning, and, and I believe the Holy Ghost is, is, is here and whatever you need prayer for, but we want to pray for suddenly, and, and maybe you've had a business, you're struggling in your business, you're struggling in your personal life, you've been waiting on the Lord, and it just doesn't seem, suddenly doesn't, isn't, you know, I've been waiting on the Lord, and I believe in God, and I believe in God, and I'm doing this, doing what I know to do. I'm doing all that I know to do. Well, we're gonna believe today. Today, your water is gonna be turned into wine. Today is your day that your water will be turned to wine. Today is your day of suddenly. Amen? So if that's one of those three things, and um, you wanna come up, we're going to lay our hands on you, and I'm going to pray with you, and we're going to pray for guidance and direction and wisdom. So um, if that's nobody here, that's fine too. But if that's you, um, come up. Just be bold and come up. The Holy Ghost is here. So, and you know, I, I uh, not anything to do with faith or anything, but I had a little bit of sniffles this week. So I'm going to put a mask on because I may be close to you. So I'm just going to, I'm going to do that for uh, consideration, not for anything else, but praise God. So hallelujah. Let's just pray for a second. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for your direction, for your guidance, Lord. And we thank you for the Holy Ghost. We just, we just thank you. We thank you for the Holy Ghost that you're going to lead us and you're going to guide us. You're going to show us things to come. And we expect, Lord, we expect great things. We expect increase. We expect wisdom. We expect knowledge. We expect um, understanding and clarity. And, and we know, we know, we know, we know your word works. Above all, your word works. And so we're going to lay hands. I'm going to lay hands on each and every person that came forward, Lord. We're going to lay hands on them. Whatever it is that they desire, the desire of their heart, we just pray that uh, you would give them the desire of their heart. You'd give them what they need, wisdom, knowledge, understand, whatever it is, even if it's healing, Lord, we believe. We believe, Lord, we believe. We believe in Jesus' name, we believe. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. We just thank you and praise you. Wisdom, Lord, wisdom. We just pray for wisdom, we pray for understanding, and we pray for increase, increase, increase over every single area, influence, increase over his influence, increase in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Lord, we pray for Wisdom, understanding, increase over every single area of his life, Lord. Show him, show him what you have for him. Whatever it is, Lord, show him that you have for him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Thank you, Lord. I just pray for wisdom, for, for understanding, for clarity, Lord, um, for purpose, purpose of heart. And, and you know their heart, you know her heart. I just pray, Lord, that you would give her a clear understanding and you would bring increase, increase to every, every, every area of her life. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, increase. Thank you, Lord, for increase. Thank you for increase. Hallelujah, increase influence and increase in every single area in her friends, her family, in her business. Increase over every single area of your life. She will never be the same. Lord, today is a new day. Suddenly, suddenly, Lord, suddenly things are happening. Right now, suddenly things are happening in her life. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Lord, we pray, hallelujah, for, for guidance and, and for direction. And, and whatever it is, Lord, whatever it is, you know. You know every situation. You know every single situation. And you know, Lord, suddenly, suddenly this is a great day. Suddenly, Lord, suddenly, Lord, plans and purposes are coming to pass. Suddenly, Lord. Increase, increase beyond, beyond what they could think over us. Suddenly, Lord, increase in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Increase, increase. Thank you, Lord, for increase. Uh, plans and purposes, for I know the plans that I have toward you, says the Lord. Plans of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. You have a very, very, very bright future. Hallelujah. 
increase in every single area, increase in influence, increase, increase a future and a hope. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for increase, increase, for guidance and direction. Everything that she needs, Lord, everything that you need, everything she needs, Lord, is provided. Thank you for that increase, increase. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for wisdom, for guidance, for understanding that she'll know. She'll know, she'll know, she'll know beyond a shadow of a doubt, a doubt the, the way that you want her to go. You'll lead her and guide her in the way that she, she should go. And we thank you for that. We pray for increase, increase over every situation. You know, every situation, she'll have as a victory. Victory in every single situation. Victory. Victory is hers in Jesus' name. Victory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for increase. Thank you, Lord, for guidance. Guidance of the Holy Ghost. Suddenly, Lord. Thank you for suddenly. Thank you for suddenly. Suddenly, things change. Suddenly, things are about to pop. Things. Things are going to change. Suddenly. We thank you, Lord. We have a great expectation for great things. And Lord would say to you, hold fast to the confession of your hope without wavering. God is faithful. Hold fast to that confession. In Jesus' name, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for guidance. Guidance of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. You're leading her and guiding her the way she should go. You're leading her. Plans and purposes. Clarity of plans and purposes. Understanding. Understanding of plans and purposes. Hallelujah. A new day. A new day. Thank you, Lord. A new day. Tomorrow is a new day. A new day with bigger, bigger. Think bigger. You got to think bigger. You just got to think bigger. In Jesus' name, bigger, bigger, bigger. Amen. Bigger. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us the way that we should go. I thank you, Lord, that his influence is expanding, expanding beyond what he could ever imagine, expanding beyond what he can think, hope, or ask. I thank you, Lord, that you're leading him to that. You're leading him in that direction. I pray, Lord, that that he would go for it. He would be bold to step out in that area. He'd just be bold, given boldness to step out, do what you've called him to do. We expect great results in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord. Sometimes we don't know what to pray for as we ought, but you do. You do. And I, you do, Lord. And so I just pray that you would give her clarity of vision, clarity of understanding. Lord, that you would bring increase, increase to her family, in, in, increased finances, increase in her, in her work-life situation, Lord, that you just bring increase in every single area. Hallelujah. And, and because of that, it's, you're going to get the glory. It brings glory to you, Lord, that when she, when she's victorious in everything that she's, what she's thinking, hoping, and ask about right now, Lord, you've given her the victory. I thank you for that. I thank you. Whatever it is she needs, whatever it is, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for wisdom, for wisdom. Lord, you said, with me, with me, with wisdom, with wisdom, is wealth. An opportunity beyond wealth and opportunity, wisdom. Wisdom is crying out. The fear of the Lord is beginning to wisdom. Fear the Lord. Fear the Lord. Pray for wisdom. Get, get wisdom and get understanding and all that you need. God will bring clarity to whatever it is, to that vision, to that goal, that dream. Vision. Vision to step out and do it. Open doors. Open doors. Look for opportunities and open doors in Jesus' name. They're coming your way. Expect it. They're expecting it. Expect it. I it's a, uh, read, read with, uh, just read Proverbs chapter 8 tonight. Read Proverbs chapter 8. Read it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for wisdom. Thank you for clarity. Thank you for understanding. Thank you, Lord, that you've given, you've given them the desires of your heart. Right now, they're coming to pass. The desires of his heart are coming back. The faithful will abound in blessing. The faithful will abound with blessing. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing that's coming his way. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for clarity. Thank you for wisdom, direction, guidance. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for wisdom. And thank you for increase. Increase in every single area. Increase. We call increase in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Increase. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you that you're leading and guiding her the way that she should go. And the Lord would say to you, bigger, bigger, bigger. You got to think bigger. You're thinking too small. Whatever it is you have in your heart is too small. 
bigger, bigger, bigger. Bigger, beyond what you can think over us. Make it bigger, bigger. You're thinking too small. Bigger, bigger, bigger. Hallelujah. God is a big God. He's the creator of the universe. He holds the universe in the palm of his hand. So he is a big God. He is a big God. And he wants you to have big dreams. He wants to fulfill big dreams. Praise God. Leading and guiding and increase, increase. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, increase. Thank you, Father God, for wisdom. Thank you for increase. Oh, thank you for the Holy Ghost, Lord. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. I thank you, Lord. Her future is so much better, so much brighter than her past. Hallelujah. Future. Her future. Her best days are ahead of her. Best days are ahead of her. She's going to do more. She's going to do more in less time than she's ever thought she could dream of accomplishing. Her best days are ahead of her. I thank you, Lord. Big dreams, big dreams, big goals. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. Her best days are ahead of her. I thank you for increase. I thank you for increase. I thank you. She will not lack. Lack is not even going to be a part of her vocabulary anymore. She will not lack. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. We just, day by day, day by day, healing, Lord. Divine health, divine healing. Divine health and healing. In Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for an abundant supply. I thank you for an abundant supply. You're supplying all of our needs. All of our needs. Pray that you're supplying our wants. Wants and needs in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Pray for increase. Increase in health. Increase in healing. Increase in finances. Increase over every single area of your life. Thank you. We praise you for that in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Lord. I thank you for, for faithfulness. Hallelujah. For diligence. I thank you for the plans and purposes you've given her. I thank you, Lord, that, that she's got the spirit of a mighty warrior. She's got a can-do attitude. She can do anything, anything, anything. You can do anything you set your heart to. You can do anything you set your hand to. God will bless all the work of your hand. All the work of your hand. Doors are opening right now. Doors are opening for you and Zane. Doors are opening. Take advantage of them. Take advantage. Take advantage of those doors and opportunities. In Jesus' name, increase. We increase in our business, increase in our finance, increase in our wisdom over every single area of your life. Thank you, Lord, for increase. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for this mighty young warrior. <laughs> we thank you for him, Lord. We thank you for his faithfulness. We thank you for boldness. Just pray that for boldness, Lord, and we pray for wisdom. Wisdom beyond. Wisdom beyond anybody in his age group. Just wisdom. I thank you, Lord, that you're always with him. Always. Wherever you go, wherever he is, you're always with him. You'll never leave him. You'll never forsake him. We thank you, Lord. I just, I plead the blood over him. I plead the blood over him as he goes to school every day, to come home from school. Whatever he sets his heart to, the blood of Jesus is there to protect him, to strengthen him, to guide him. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood, Lord. The blood is always there covering him. We give you all the praise for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, Lord. We just pray. Pray over these. We just thank you and praise you for wisdom, for wisdom and understanding. Thank you, Lord, for wisdom. We thank you for increase. Increase in every area of life. Influent, increase in their influence. Increase. Increase over, over everything they set their hands to. Increase, Lord. That will increase. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, Lord, I pray there'll be an agreement. Agreement. They will have agreement. As we said earlier, where two or more are gathered and agree on anything, it will be done for them. Be in agreement. Get, communicate. Be in agreement. Watch God do mighty, mighty things. Mighty things are coming your way. Mighty things. Be in agreement. Be in agreement. More than anything, be in agreement. Be in agreement in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And look to see what God will do. Amen. Agreement. Praise God. Lord, we just pray for wisdom, for understanding, for knowledge. We pray for influence. Oh, thank you, Lord, you've given them a gift. They have a gift, Lord, and I thank you that that gift will be multiplied. It will they'll be clarity, it will bring clarity to them, and, and it will minister. It'll minister to thousands, Lord. And I thank you and praise you, Lord, that bigger, bigger, bigger. 
Oh, thank you, Father God. Thank you for their faithfulness. Thank you for their, and I thank you for increase. I thank you for increase in knowledge, understanding, wisdom, clarity of vision. I thank you, Lord, that as they're faithful, Lord, they will abound in blessings. They will abound. They'll go higher. They'll do more than they could ever imagine that they could do. And two together, these two together will do amazing things. Amazing thing. Expect great things. Expect great things in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. I just pray for wisdom. Hallelujah. For understanding, Lord, that she'll understand her purpose. Jeremiah um, says, I know the plans. I know the thoughts that I have towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of good and not evil to give you a future and a hope. You have a good future. You have a really good future. Stick to the word. Stick to the word. Commit to the word like a cloak. Put it on every day. Put the word on every day. God has great things for you. God has increased. God has. God wants to do things through you that you can't even imagine right now. Just be faithful. Faithful. Start where you're at. God has great things in store. Great things in store for you. Hallelujah. Great things. And he will bring an abundant supply. Everything that you have, everything that you want to do, God will supply. He'll supply. He'll supply all the finances. He'll supply whatever it is. God will supply the means for you to do what God has called you to do. Don't forget it. Don't forget it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for wisdom. Thank you for understanding, Lord. Thank you for for clarity of vision. Hallelujah. Wisdom, with wisdom it says, with me, wisdom brings wealth and prosperity. I just thank you, Lord, for wealth and prosperity. Hallelujah. Wealth and prosperity, clarity of vision, increase, increase in everything that he does, increase. And I would say to you, you gotta think bigger too. You gotta think bigger. God is a big God. You're thinking too small. You're looking... You're looking at what you can accomplish. You gotta look to God and see what God can accomplish through you. Bigger, bigger vision, bigger vision. Think bigger, think bigger. Think of those things that you had on your heart a while back, what God has shown you a while back. He gives life to the dead. Bring those things back from the dead. I know you know what I'm talking about. I don't know, but God knows. He'll bring those things to pass. He'll bring victory and and to those things. He'll bring that back to life again, and and, uh, he will bring it to pass. In Jesus' name, he will bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray for for boldness. I thank you for wisdom. I pray for supernatural, supernatural, supernatural finances, Lord, supernatural wisdom. And I thank you. I pray for opportunities that you'll bring opportunities his way, that he'll know, that he'll know, that I know it's from you, that they could only come from you. And they maybe seem to be other things coming, and I, Lord, he'll only look to you. He'll forget those other things. He'll forget the past. He'll know. You'll give him clarity of vision. That He'll know this is from you, and this is not from you, that you'll give him an understanding, and he'll know. He'll know. This is, this is the way I need to go, This is not the way I'm going to go, but I'm going to follow you, Lord. All the days of my life, I'm going to follow you. I thank you for that, that you would give him that wisdom and that knowledge, and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we have a prayer cloth. (laughs) Well, hopefully, got something out of that, and... uh, you know, um, God is good. God is so good. In, in the 107th Psalm, it says it like 10 times. Oh, that men would thank God for his goodness and his gifts to the children of men and his, and his works. We just need to thank God for his goodness. Thank God every day. When you get up in the morning, thank God every day for his goodness. And Wayne... Um, Wegler has pneumonia. And um, so we're going to pray for Wayne and we're going to pray over this uh, prayer cloth. And um, I just believe that when this is laid um, on his body that he's going to be totally healed. And um, because every, every name 
has to bow at the name of Jesus. Every name. Doesn't matter what the name is. Doesn't matter if it's coronavirus, pneumonia, um, whatever the name is, it can't stand. It can't stand to the name of Jesus. Amen? So let's stretch out your hands. Father God, we just thank you and praise you. We lift up Wayne to you, Lord. We know that healing is the children's bread. Healing is for Wayne right now. And there is no other name that is higher than the name of Jesus. So we curse pneumonia. Right now, we curse pneumonia in his body. We curse it. We curse it. It's dead. We call it dead. We declare it dead. In Jesus' name, we declare it. Because there is no other name greater than the name of Jesus. And when you took stripes on your back, you took stripes for everyone that they'd be healed. And I just thank you in the name of Jesus that Wayne is 100% totally healed. We give you all the praise and the glory and we expect a good report because your word never, never goes back to you unfulfilled. We thank you for your healing power in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you all um, for coming tonight and um, and I hope you, some of this rang true to you and that it won't just be, it, you'll put it into practice, that you just put it into practice. So next year, on December 5th, 2022, we're sitting here and we got all these great reports. We got all these praise reports. Look what God has done. Look what God has done. Amen? Go ahead and stand to your feet. We'll say this as we go. What God did in Christ Jesus, far exceeds any damage done to me by Adam's fall. Again, thanks for coming and sticking around. And we really appreciate you guys. You guys are just a blessing. Thank you so much.